Hi guys, welcome to the Church Split Reviews, and today we are talking about Smile. Smile is a new film that just dropped that is in the horror genre, and um, I, I went and saw it tonight, and actually I had a really great time. Brian was there, although he's not here in studio, he was there with us in the theater, and it was a great, great time. So anyway, for those guys, for those of you guys who are not familiar with what we're doing, um, once in a while we're just putting out reviews of different media, movies, books, and this is Spooktober, so of course we're going to be talking about spooky movies. Now for those of you who hate scary movies, some of you guys are like, you know, I really don't like scary movies, I can't do them, I can't get into them, they scare me too much, or they get in my head. Um, um, this movie, I actually felt like rode the line between horror and a thriller. And really, when you think about a horror movie and a thriller movie, they're very similar as far as the way they get there, right? They want, they're just trying to build tension and momentum throughout to get to its conclusion, right? So that it has a, a couple of those elements in it, but also this movie was unintentionally or maybe intentionally hilarious from time to time. Many of us were laughing in the theater, and that was really fun because it was like, the horror when it was there was really effective, but also it has this layer of like undertones of funny things going on. So let me talk to you what I liked about this movie. I thought this movie delivered itself very well. I thought it was very well edited. I thought it was very well acted. Um, I thought there was just a lot of things that worked well with the movie. Now, I wouldn't say the movie is necessarily original as far as script is concerned. Um, I was able to predict the entire movie basically from start to finish, but it was edited so well and acted so well and delivered so well. It had a unique enough premise that... I was able to sit down and just enjoy it. So this isn't like a genre-breaking moment. This isn't a movie that's going to just absolutely blow your mind in every way, shape, or form. You're just going to go to the theater and have a really fun time if you like a horror thriller movie, okay? Now, um, a few things that didn't work for me, as I mentioned before, its plot was kind of predictable. Um, I called it like even 45 minutes probably before the end. I leaned over to my buddy Andrew, and I just was like, hey, this was going to happen, I think. This, 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 and this. And he goes, okay. And it played out exactly like I said, which was like, huh, both satisfying and disappointing. But at the same time, I appreciate it when a movie doesn't try to be too bendy with the plot because sometimes movies can reach for that plot twist at the end and they really kind of they reach too far and they miss it so i'd rather them go for something safe than something that is uh so out there of, of a plot twist or something that where they would have to compromise a character on because that's what this movie this movie puts this particular main character they put her in a lot of scenarios and it's one of those things where it's like the only ways to resolve the situation i felt like would have had to impede upon her character itself. So I'm really glad they stayed consistent with her character. I actually really appreciated that. So sometimes movies just, they don't do that. And I'm, I do, I am a character driven person. I can't help myself. So if you don't make it make sense to the character, I have a hard time following through. So I appreciate the fact that though predictable, um, it felt consistent, if that makes sense within its universe. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention now, guys, I try to be as spoiler-free in these, and I'm going to keep trying to be as spoiler-free uh, uh, about these as possible. However, there is something I did want to make sure I talked about. So, again, it's a classic haunt movie, um, and uh, the trailers make that very clear, right? There's something going on, that or she's crazy. So it's one of those, like, is she nuts? Is she haunting? Is it a haunting movie or is it a psychological thriller movie? But, you know, you pick up on it pretty quick. It's not trying to be mysterious here, okay? So I will say this. If you're looking for a good spooky movie to go see, go see Smile. 
and call it a day. Now, um, for those of you guys who are extremely sensitive to spoilers, don't watch further from here. It's not going to really be a spoiler, but I feel like it could hint to a spoiler. Does that make sense? So, um, and that just depends how intuitive you are when you go to watch these films or how much you try to figure them out when you're watching the films. So, but there's a theme in this that I wanted to quickly talk about. The theme, underlying theme of the entire movie, you might be like, smile, you know, putting a fake smile on even though you're in pain. That's probably what it's about. No, the theme of this movie is trauma. The movie, and uh, you know, I know that's not a unique theme, but it has kind of a, a unique take on it on the way it deals with trauma. So the problem is with trauma in the real world is that many people are traumatized at young ages or even as adults through various circumstances. And what happens is that we pass on that trauma to others. And so we oftentimes, after being traumatized, traumatize others and traumatize others and traumatize others, and on and on it goes, and you could trace it all the way back, which is why that idea of we need to break the cycle comes in, like break the cycle, be the one who breaks the cycle in your family. Now, as someone who is a, both a pastor and a Christian, I find that to be a very interesting theme because in certain religious groups, some of them are more strict or maybe even more emotionally traumatizing, if we can use that term. I don't really like using that term, but you get my idea. So certain religious groups are more traumatizing maybe than other religious groups for certain people. And that's not all religion, right? Uh, and it's not all Christianity. Actually, it's a minority in Christianity. But what I've noticed in my ministry, because I deal with people who, who have come, I deal a lot with people, I should say not only or exclusively. I deal a lot with people who come from extreme groups of fundamentalism where women were told basically to keep silent, where women had to uh, dress a certain way, act a certain way, and treat men a certain way, and how men had to dress a certain way, act a certain way. And, and not in a way that's like biblical, but in a way where they're definitely adding to it to just promote a particular culture or time period over others. And even if it goes against the grain of someone's own makeup, so to speak, like their own personality, they're still going to, you know, shoehorn you in that direction um, and then could make everyone conform. And then if you don't get conform, you will be essentially gaslit into oblivion and ostracized from your friends and family. So I know a lot of people because of the, those groups, very similar. In fact, for those who are not familiar, it's kind of like Jehovah's Witnesses. Like think of how Jehovah's Witnesses are known to be really strict, but as soon as you go up against the grain at all, you're cast out from among them and you lose everything. Very similar. The, the very conservative, strict, independent, fundamental Baptist group can be like that. Um, same with other groups, you know, like certain holiness groups and things like that. So anyway, um, and what I've noticed a lot of times is in those groups, people will continue the trauma, continue the trauma, and hurt more and more and more and more and more people all the way down the line. And then there's other people who eventually say, "Enough's enough. I'm not going to let the. I'm not going to pass on this trauma um, at all. I'm actually going to hold the line and do what is right and not let this impact me." And I thought that was an interesting uh, theme that the movie kind of wrestled with. It shows the fact, in a very extreme way, how somebody could pass trauma on to others. And once you receive trauma, you have a choice to make. Are you going to let it consume and destroy you? Are you going to willingly pass it on to somebody else? Or are you going to try to confront it on its own terms? And there's even a part where the character has to confront a traumatizing moment in their past and was like, I have to let this go. And that was really what the movie's trying to get at. Now, it was not gonna lie. One thing I did, my the, 
My one thing I did not enjoy as much about in the film was the theme was definitely heavy handed. You know, sometimes you can pick it up on it and it's more subtle. This movie basically just puts it right in the front and center with a big neon sign. It's like, you get the theme yet? We're laying it on pretty thick here. And you're like, yes, yes, I'm getting the theme. <laughs> um, but as somebody who has seen people with a lot of trauma in, in their lives and how they behave, so many people use it as an excuse, right? They use the word trauma now even flippantly where, oh my goodness, I experienced some negative negativity in my past. And we, we associate like all negativity with trauma, which actually devalues real trauma and also kind of mocks people who've been through real trauma, like rape and serious child abuse. And it's like, oh my goodness, somebody talked, somebody was mean to you at one point in your life. Somebody said mean words to you. You had a parent that was overbearing. You had a pastor that was a narcissist. Who cares? Move on. Stop reliving the trauma and stop passing on the trauma, right? So it was one of those things for me. I was like, huh, interesting. Because again, I've known people where trauma controls their lives and they only care about themselves in the situation. And that's what makes it interesting. There's two different characters in this movie. One who finds out kind of what to do and what are what the options are available. And the other one who found out the same thing, the options that were available. And this individual makes one call and then our main character makes another call and it shows you kind of hey what you do like you can't always control what's happening to you but you can control your outcome you can take control of some degree in some degree and pick a direction and I did actually enjoy that part um like I said I was a bit heavy-handed for my taste but I did like how it was exploring that theme if that makes sense if not a little bit heavy-handed so anyway this movie was a uh, was a good time uh, you know you, you can literally just go there watch it unplug have fun um go with some friends or family and just sit back watch it just a two-hour two-hour blast um there's not a lot i can say about it other than that um and like i said i really hope i didn't spoil anything in the film um i didn't say anything about the plot i just mentioned something about the theme really but the theme alone can it kind of give away the, the plot. So again, I really hope you clicked off if you're sensitive to spoilers. If you're not sensitive to spoilers, welcome, my friends. Um, this is not one of those movies for me where even I personally cared too much about spoilers because I was just more curious about the ride because it just seemed like an interesting premise. Um, because I'm telling you, if I had people smile at me like that, I would definitely be very concerned. <laughs> I don't have people that smile at me now, really, even. I don't think a lot of people like me. Anyway, so guys, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to The Church Split. Have you seen Smile? What did you think of it? Leave your comments down below, and we'll see you in our next episode. Take care. Huh? It's smiling at me. Huh? It's smiling huh? at me.